0: Coming up next, the wild and crazy Haws Outdoors. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge. Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't- the top of that thing even the sky has no limit there are some moments only the forest can inspire find yours at discovertheforest.org learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go your moment is out there find it at discovertheforest.org brought to you by the u.s forest service and the ad council It is time for the Hawes Outdoors, bringing you the news, how-to tips, where to travel, information on events, making fun of Yellowstone tourists, rambling on things don't make any sense, and just being a plain goofball. Here is your host, Charles Hawes. Good morning, Montana. (coughs) Get up, get up, get up out of bed. And for you ranchers, another wonderful day in Moo Moo Land. But off at the distance, I see the crazies still have snow on the caps. As the weather getting warmer, the snakes will be coming out of hibernation. If you're planning a hiking trip into an area that's been known for rattlesnakes, please carry a long stick with you. And if you see a rattlesnake with a bad attitude, you can use that stick to beat the hell out of them. If you need to walk around the log, just poke the stick around the log to make sure any snakes are not around. If you are lost in the wilderness or stranded in your vehicle during a severe snowstorm, you can make a shelter in a snowbank by hollowing out a place for you to get out of the weather, and use branches from a Douglas fir to insulate the ground. Now inside a snow shelter, it would be warmer than what's actually outside. Your body temperature seems to melt the snow inside, will melt some and cause the shelter to get stronger. But if you have a companion with you, the snow would melt a lot sooner. Punch a small hole for a vent and use your cooking stove underneath that hole. And also if you're burning a candle, do not stay in a vehicle. Another type of shelter you can find is a tree with low branches that's covered with snow. This will keep you out of the weather as well. If you decide to have the weapon, the AR7 from Henry would do just fine. The rifle breaks down and the barrel fits in the butt of the gun. And when dropped in the water, it will float. Back years ago, the US Air Force used to keep this rifle in the airplane. During the summer months, you can pick wild raspberries. And if you're really hungry, you can cook grasshoppers and even grub worms. If you're into eating roots, get a small tree limb, get a knife and flatten down one end. Put the flat end over a campfire. This will harden it up just nice. You can use this as a digging stick to get your roots, only in a very, very extreme condition to hunt down a big game for food. But there's plenty of small games such as rabbits and squirrels, raccoons you can actually shoot year-round. As I talked about in the small game show. If you collect water from a stream to drink, boil it before you do any drinking. Or you might end up finding yourself a very bad case of the Hershey squirts. This will kill any parasites and won't tear your stomach up. Believe me, it's worse than prune juice. When using a fire at nighttime to keep warm, build what is called a fire reflector. You can build a small wall with logs and this will reflect the heat towards you. There is plenty of publications online on wilderness survival. Do a search on eBay or Amazon. I forgot to mention this, always carry a compass and a good topo map. There's plenty of YouTube videos that can show you how to read a topo map. Well that's all I have for wilderness survival. On this part of the show I'd like to talk to you about hiking food. Now some of you know that it's really expensive in the stores, but you can make your own. I'm gonna give you some recipes that you can use either for hiking or camping, or even both. Now if you like cranberries, here's what's called a cranberry bar. You need to sift together one and a half cups of flour, half a teaspoon of salt, half a teaspoon of soda, one fourth teaspoon of cinnamon, add three fourth cup of brown sugar, one and a half cups of oats. While you're stirring, add a three-fourth cup of melted shortening. All the ingredients mixtures I've mentioned, put it into an eight-inch square pan, and you cook the berries until they're soft. Then you add one cup of cranberries, half a cup of raisins, half a cup of honey, and two-thirds cups of water. Then you add four teaspoons of flour and six teaspoons of sugar. Cook until thickening. Cool and spread over the mix in the pan. Cover with the other half of the mixture. Press lightly, bake 350 degrees for 20 to 30 minutes until lightening brown. You might want to try experiment with some grapes and some other type of fruit. Here's something interesting, it's called sourdough banana bread. What you need is half a cup of shortening, one cup of sugar, one large egg. (laughs) Maybe it's talking about an ostrich egg. (laughs) I'm joking. One cup of mashed bananas. That's gotta be a mess. One cup of sourdough starter one teaspoon of vanilla extract, or one teaspoon of grated orange peels, two cups of unbleached flour, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of baking powder, half a teaspoon of baking soda, and 3 fourths cup chopped walnuts. Cream together the shortening and the sugar. Add egg, mix until blend. Stir in banana and sourdough starter, add vanilla orange peel, stir flour and measure again with salt, baking powder, and soda. Add flour mixture to the walnut to the first mixture, stirring until just blends. Pour into a greased 9x5 bread loaf pan. Bake in the oven at 350 degrees for an hour, or until a wooden toothpick comes out clean. If you have a dehydrator, you can make apple banana chips. What you do, you get your apple and your bananas, slice them in thin strips. Place them on the dehydrator tray. If you wanna add flavor to them, just sprinkle a little bit of sugar on them. Now rotate the trays around in your dehydrator every day. Let them dehydrate until they're firmly tight and stiff. Now if you've got a vacuum sealer, that will come in handy with the banana chips and the apple chips and those bars that you just made what this does it sucks all the oxygen out of the plastic bag and it seals it up this will keep bugs and other little pests from getting inside your food also if you're with an outdoor organization like to share some news, or want to brag about a hunting and fishing trip you was on, or just want to ramble on something about hunting and fishing, please email me at hawsoutdoors at treasurestateradio.com. That's all the time we have, for. thank you for listening in. This is Goofy Charles House, Uh-huh! and Treasure State Radio saying so long and be safe out there.